Hey America! Start listening now! Dulcet tones, as always. Alright, we've got our 26. It's like the alphabet. Which one is Q? Belgium. Welcome to another Belgian episode of 12 Points from America, Eurovision Song Contest podcast from Liverpool, where it is dark and late and I'm tired. I am Eric. I'm Derek. I'm Samantha. And I'm still in the apartment. I'm Ben. Hey! All right. Holy cow. We've got our, we've got our final lineup. Speaking of weirdness, Sam, yes. why don't you hit us with the socials? All right. Yeah, you can find us on social media, 12 Points USA, on most of the uh, outlets out there for your social media readers. Uh, or you can just email us directly at 12pointsofamerica at gmail.com. If you'd like to support us, you can either buy some of our merchandise on our Redbubble page, or you can just hang out on our Patreon page. Uh, we do appreciate any and all support that you may give us. And if you don't give it to us, then we care about you anyway. We appreciate you just listening, um, especially during the craziness of the Eurovision Fortnite. <sighs> Let's dive into this. Yep. All right. So we we kind of are in clear need of order here. So uh, let's just go down the list of our 10 qualifiers in the order in which they were revealed. Rather dramatic order, if I'm being honest. Uh, and then we'll pour some ones out at the end if we feel so, uh, feel so inclined. Biggest surprise qualifier, maybe, although not to Sam, was the first one announced, and that was Albania. Yes! Albania did it. I really just thought they didn't have the votes. I was wrong. Sam was right. Ha-ha! I mean, I feel like Albania and Georgia are were felt like similar genres of Eurovision to me, so I feel like one or the other was going to get there, and I was just leaning towards Georgia in my personal preferences, and it turns out Albania was the, the wider crowd's pick. I think that's a totally reasonable guess here. Yeah, I, think, I think so. I yeah. I think I I personally found Albania to be a little bit more accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with Georgia, you didn't know what language it was, even though it was English. With <laughs> Albania, you knew it wasn't English. Which is okay. Yeah. But Albania has a really good track record. They've done fairly well. They would have qualified last year had it been televote only. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think them qualifying was as much of a shock as we might have expected. But compared to a lot of other things, it was a bit of a surprise to see them. I don't think they were ever in the odds to qualify, if I was following. Oh, yeah. Was, were the, the odds were not exactly right this time? Like uh, they were on no, Tuesday? They were not. It, they was, were it not. was basically Albania swapped with... Um, with, the, with Denmark? or No, Denmark no, fell with, out. With Georgia? With Georgia, yeah. Georgia, that's Georgia right. was comfortably in qualifying space pretty much the whole time. It did drift a bit. I think it got down to eighth, but it still had like eighty-seven percent chance of qualifying. Looks wow. like betting closed uh, with them in ninth place, at, but still at seventy-five percent. That's pretty to to, to get in. Mm-hmm. And I mean, but but I think we, if we're going to pat ourselves on the back slightly, uh, we kind of saw the writing on the wall for Georgia. Unfortunately, I feel bad for for her. I think she's tremendously talented. I think she performed very well. I just think it was. A, kind of an inaccessible song to an extent. And it is also the sixth straight contest in which Georgia is not qualified. I think that's the most, tied for the most uh, with Latvia oh. in terms of in terms of a losing streak, in terms of qualification. Two countries we, we, we enjoy very, very much and, and I think should have gotten there a time or two. 
thinking Lafayette might be even longer, actually, because I think oh, Lafayette, Lafayette's last was Heartbeat, which would have been 2016. George's last was Midnight Gold in 2017, wasn't it? I thought that no, was also 2016. That is also 2016. Wait, yeah, wait, no. Um, How yeah. long was North Macedonia's in Q Street? It was pretty long. It was like seven years, wasn't until, it? Until, was it Seminary Bell? Until Pride. Proud? Yeah, from, from, from Seminary from Bell to Proud, I think that was... About seven years. Something like that. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember when that qualified, it's like, it's been seven years, can't do eight. Because Ireland had qualified in 2018. Right. And they were about to hit seven as well, yeah. which would have been the longest in Q streak. But it took until North Macedonia changed its name to North Macedonia yeah. in order to, be, mm-hmm. to break the streak. Not that, you know, nice little coincidence, if anything, but... So, anyway, yeah. Back on track to tonight. Yes. Uh, after Albania, they announced Cyprus... Break a broken heart. I still really appreciate that they brought their own fire, so they didn't have to pay EBU for theirs. Uh, great performance, uh, great gun show, uh, and I mean this this isn't a this isn't a huge surprise. No, no, like I've been I, I find the song mid, but <laughs> but they staged it exquisitely for what it is. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I saw like the full staging, I was like, oh yeah, no, it's going through easily. Mm-hmm. Seems like they're getting their footing after the coming out of the Fuego era. Mm-hmm. And last year they stumbled a bit and this year, you know, got a Swedish songwriting team. And an Australian singer. Australian, <laughs> sing, Australian singer mm-hmm. who looks good. Mm-hmm. Easy on the eyes. And uh, spent some money on staging. So I'm hoping this isn't what they keep going with. But, you know, qualifying, getting some attention, I think is good for them. And I hope they... Uh, Keep experimenting. If I remember correctly, they are moving to a different selection method next year. Mm. Although we'll see if that actually remains the case, given that Andrew has done well. Maybe maybe Panic Records will get re-upped. Very possible. Even though I would be excited to see a Cypriot national selection process. Mm-hmm. If, if more artists are seeing the success of the nation and they're getting excited by this, then yeah, give them give them a platform and give them a way to, uh, to compete for the right. So we'll see what the delegation ends up doing. Yeah. Uh, ben had inquired uh, wh- while we were talking after the semifinal about who's Cyprus going to vote for now that they can't vote for Greece. And we took a look. Thanks to the Statmotron, we know that, well, the other countries historically that Cyprus likes to vote for the most were Bulgaria <laughs> and Russia <laughs> and Yugoslavia. Oh my God. It could happen. who's next up albania yeah no next up for that uh depending on if you count just finals or just or everything uh probably italy is is a country they're likely to give a good amount of jury points to or what was the other one other big possibility is armenia that's the only other country that they've kind of consistently given multiple points to that's in the final. Uh, there's some a handful of non-qualifiers that they average like three or four points to a year, including Ireland. <laughs> uh, but that's and that's specifically in finals, and that's you know not a scenario we're going to have. So hard to say for sure. But if I had to make a educated guess based on history, Cyprus's twelve points may go to Italy. Be positive. Strongest possibility of possibly Armenia. Let's go to another country. Gun show appreciating gun show. That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, next, we've got Estonia, uh, one that we all liked a lot. Thought that it was just really good. It, it really felt like it belonged there. Yeah. Interesting 
I was really keeping an eye on the betting out just because I was kind of seeing where people were reacting to each performance as they happened. As soon as Denmark performed, it went from like 50% to 20% qualifying. Like it just plummeted. Mm -hmm. But as soon as Estonia, it jumped into the top 10. And I like, like pretty high, like it jumped like 20 percentage points or something. And I thought, okay, feeling pretty good about this one. And, you know, her vocals were absolutely perfect. Her and vocals it looks great. Yeah. yeah, it looks good. The staging also feel like after sort of the one, two, three of Denmark, Armenia, and then Romania's whole experience, uh, <laughs> Estonia is, is warm and comforting and traditional Eurovision ballad. So I just, just a good place to, to feel, okay, now we're getting going. No, I mean, Estonia is just pure class and elegant mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and very easily absorbable. <laughs> yes. It's, it's very easy to consume and appreciate. You don't necessarily mm-hmm. need to, to think too hard about just, oh, pretty song, pretty presentation. Uh, I think one of my favorite just little factoids about this, um, today, or as, as the time of recording, Thursday, the day of the semifinal, was the birthday of the uh, Estonian head of press, who is a friend of mine, friend of the show, uh, buddy Liam Clark. So... Uh, Estonia has given him a wonderful birthday gift. Uh, so mm. happy birthday, Liam. That's that's cool. That's nice. There's, there's something to be said for very traditional, not very groundbreaking songs that are staged really well, sung really well, that that people still kind of enjoy and will still vote for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moving on. The gay vote has pushed Belgium through, uh, and also just the people who love Great, fun, inspiring songs. And hats. And hats. Oh, and what light. a hat. Hats and light and <sighs> dancing and great backing singers. Oh, he's I mean, fantastic. His I guess team. It, it, it takes one to know one with a backing singer with that one. I mean... Because he, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so wonderful to see him move to center stage and do his own thing after being a backing singer, songwriter, and vocal coach for many years. And he, he's absolutely loving it. And he, you just see the way he connects with his team on stage. Mm-hmm. I think really goes a long way. Oh, and the audience, too. And yeah, like that was one of the ones at the jury show that just the room was electric yeah. for that song. People just love this dude. He's so great. Watch his uh, press conference. It's very, very funny. Uh, he said some bad words. And it was great. Uh, <laughs> These he's, happen. Yeah, he's yeah. he's fantastic. Yeah, he came in a very respectable second place, I believe, in the exit poll. That yep. A number of our yep. websites have uh, together have done. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm not a, not a surprise at all to see him coming through. I think the trajectory of the song when it won the national final, I don't think anybody expected it to have the legs that it now has proven to have. Oh no, I'm pretty sure we were pretty down on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm I'm more than fine eating my words on this. Yeah. I liked it. It's fun, but yeah. I I thought it was not really going anywhere. I liked him, and I, yeah. I think I, this is the third song we've talked about in a row where it's not groundbreaking, but it's the package is so good you can overlook that. Uh, fifth place, not no, not fifth place. Sleepy uh, is. Not a big surprise. Austria, I'm just going to say they absolutely crushed it tonight on a night when they needed to. It was it was getting a little bit concerning. Liz is doing a fist pump right now. Uh, she's very happy. Absolutely overjoyed to see this one mm-hmm. yeah. tonight. It looked and sounded incredible. I didn't even know they were capable of making it this good. Yeah, it was basically flawless. I, I think 
You know, we, we'd seen it a couple of times and it was still fun and everything, but I, there was just this lingering sort of concern, at least to me, that it just, what if this just doesn't quite work live? You know, but, but we saw it, it did, and oh, it was so, so, so wonderful, and I'm so, so, so happy for them. They're great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're fantastic. Should we keep moving? Yeah, yeah let's keep moving. All right. Uh, not a huge surprise. Again, six, that this had been favored to qualify pretty much the whole time. I still don't really get it, but Lithuania. Lithuania gets through. They love the Chuto. They love the Tuto. I don't know. I think they've just staged this one really well. Ultimately, is, is like the back, like just with what's going on on the stage, the way they have the backing singers come in, like it's just a very well done package. And Lithuania has been on a really good streak since they redid their process, yeah. and they should feel proud. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely, yeah, but... absolutely, yeah. Panda Bomb has been very, very successful for them. Uh, I, I noted on the uh, Insight podcast that uh, Derek and I were also on. Um, so if you want to hear more of our thoughts, more of our to... same exact thoughts, <laughs> worded slightly differently because we can't say hell. <laughs> we can hear though, hell, 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 hell. Anyway, I noted that you know this was a song that kind of passed me by in its earlier stages, and it really came together very, very nicely. I fully admit that I I was wrong, uh, and this is the one that I kind of had left off thinking that maybe it was a little bit too subtle. Uh, but it really, it was elegant. It was really, really beautiful. And the call to action uh, by Monica and her backing singers, you know, oftentimes saying, hey, you're up, sing with us. It feels really kind of contrived and really kind of desperate. But here it felt a lot more organic and welcoming. And it was less of a, you know, please participate and pay attention to us. And more of a, why don't you join us in this chant? It's very thematically relevant to do that because it's a song about being in a really dark place and pulling yourself out of it through this kind of communal chant. Like that's basically what the song is about. And by saying, please join us and do this, it just kind of lifts everyone out of this funk into like a better space. Exactly. And I, I love that that unity is coming from chanting a phrase that literally doesn't mean anything. It, it, it's it's like it's like having everyone sing sha la la yeah basically like a hundred times sha la uh, la 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 but moving on the thing we all thought was going to happen and didn't really want to happen poland is through do we have our last placer here no 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 Unfortunately, no. Okay, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna kick this off by saying, you know, it, having seen it in the arena a couple of times, and you get some of that reverb. I think that that helps songs sometimes. Mm. You don't hear the vocals quite as clearly. <laughs> Boy, this is gonna sound very mean. Yeah. Now that I've said about half of what I was gonna say. Uh, hearing it on TV, this is awful. Mm. It's, it's, it's really bad. Uh, it's bad. Somebody else talk. I mean, it's it's not deep. It's oh. not complicated. No. But sometimes people just want a fluffy, fun little mm-hmm. disposable pop song. They need to play something over the over the in-store radio while you shop at Wet Seal. Yeah, mm-hmm. or you know, while you're lying on a slightly uncomfortable beach chair, uh, somewhere doing an Instagram. Yeah, exactly. 
One thing that kind of surprised me about this, and we were sort of talking about this, the reaction <laughs> among the polls to this song. I'm gonna I'm gonna power through this. Oh no, that's fine. Please. I was gonna say put us out of our misery, but that's really <laughs> I have just the song. <laughs> on point. The polls really seem to kind of come around on this, and it was like this. Polls. Yes. yes. Oh, I shouldn't have clapped. Oh. I'm gonna cut this now because I'm gonna see the clap. Oh. No, but this whole notion that you know they were gonna they were against it. Like there was a really strong backlash to the controversy around their national selection and kind of the suspicion that polls made Polish people around the diaspora would not come around to this. They were still kind of angry. But when it comes down to it, you're gonna support your team. And yeah. even if you don't like her and you don't like the song, if you're Polish, you still want to see Poland in the final. The, the Polish diaspora is hard to shut down. It just is. And that's as much of a factor of this as anything. I mean, they can be hit and miss sometimes. But mm. I think in this case, it's fun enough that, I mean, it's in the song itself is fairly inoffensive. Sure. And there wasn't really much else like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it, it fills a niche. And again, it's, do I think the song is basic? Yes. Were a lot of people in that arena singing along with it during the jury final? Yes. Australia also qualified. Uh, showstopper. I still think this could have potentially won this semi. It's so good. Uh, I saw our good pal Ross, ESC Piff Paff, make the suggestion he thinks this could win the contest. No. I I think it is in that sort of second, like that sort of trailing peloton of songs that could, if the stars all align. However, yeah, yeah. at the time of this recording, we have received the running order. We will talk about that in our next show mm-hmm. because we are so bloody tired right now. Voyager um, th- isn't an exercise bike. No. Well, I mean... I mean, there are plenty of Scandinavian Nordic tracks also also <laughs> in the contest. Like Armenia. And Armenia also qualified. And and we might as well do an episode on shrooms at this point. <laughs> I mean, okay. Uh, yeah, Armenia made it through. Yes. I had been wondering how that was going to go over just because I feel like if you didn't click with the first 30 seconds, you might not be there for the cool stuff they're about to do. But I really liked how that one played on TV. Like, yeah. I, I like Victor and the Lighting. I like how they're thinking about that one. But I'm still not entirely sold on the dance break, but it worked. Yeah. I thought it was cool. I, I, like, some people were saying that you, could, you can't see that much of it because there's a lot of light yeah, stuff. Yeah, they're doing like, a lot of light, light and shadow play. Yeah. But I like that, though. Mm. It's, it's neat and mm-hmm. artsy and neat. Definitely yeah. compared to Poland's dance break. Oh, my God. <clears throat> it felt way more... Sophisticated. There was a lot more thought put into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that's really interesting about this is this feels like this is going to sound really rude, but this is a song for people who are a little bit more artsy and are patient and are willing to kind of see where things go and let it take them on this journey as opposed to something that's a little bit more immediate. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I think... It, she was also fantastic in the in the press conference and she talked about... When I talk about panic attacks in the song i mean that literally Mm. and i think that that i don't know if the intention was to cause something or or like visually reflect panicking Mm. 
but I, I think it's it is kind of in line with that. Mm-hmm. It's it's just so very frantic and confusing. It, confusing is maybe not the right word, but but. I don't know, it's good. Yeah, like, when, when Mike and I discussed this on the show, sort of taking a second listen to this, like, we both basically had our own dissertations on how we were reading the lyrics of this song. Mm. Yeah, mm. there's a lot to read into on this. And I, I kind of came to the realization, oh, it's a song about loneliness more than anything. Sure. Yeah. And I feel like visually you're getting this sort of mental chaos. I think they're doing a really good job of reflecting that in a way that also looks cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I also, like, the, the way that I was reading things was was also just sort of reflecting on influencer culture mm. and sort of the what we project to the world versus what is actually going on behind, just sort of the, the notion of seeing someone's very carefully curated Tumblr or Pinterest board and then seeing something that they meant for their alt account getting through. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And the Tumblr post. Mm. <sighs> yeah, actually. Yeah, like that, yeah, like yeah the Tumblr post lyrics. Yeah, absolutely. That's a really good point. My yeah. God. Also, Slovenia made it through. Uh, this is going by the skin of its teeth. That, no, this is going no, awesome. The skin of its teeth. It was. But I mean, but like the last one called, and they're like, "Let's drag this one out." Oh, oh I, I just, hate that. Yeah, it's it's it, this is Slovenia, or it's a shock. I'm not gonna lie. When they didn't call this one, there was a chance. I thought, oh. Yeah, like I, uh, I, is yeah. it going to be someone? But else? didn't we think the same thing when Norway was last to be called during the first? Yeah, time? yeah, but there's, we're, that, there's that pang. We were of... more concerned about Norway than we were about yes, this. Yes, I agree. So, yeah, like with this one, I was looking over what was left and was just going, okay, well, I don't think like the only one that where I was like, okay, if it's not Slovenia, it's somehow Denmark. Oh, I was going to say it's probably Georgia at this point. But oh, but yeah. Since we had Estonia and yeah, we had... Lithuania. Lithuania. I don't know. I blanked on that. No, um, Albania. I was like, okay, we lost Georgia. If yeah. those two yeah. are in, yeah. we lost Georgia for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Slovenia, I, I so clearly, it, this was the first time again seeing it, seeing the TV presentation as opposed to just watching it uh, on the. Yeah, like in that. The, in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, that shot where, like, the two, like, the guitarist and the mm-hmm. bassist part, like, a, mm-hmm. like a set of sliding doors, and yeah. then walk through just beautifully. Beautifully framed. This yep. is yeah, yeah. That's that's such a good moment, and God, they just they feed off the crowd mm-hmm. so tremendously well. These guys are so good. Yeah, they're they're the hottest band yeah. in Slovenia at the moment. There's a very clear reason why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is definitely gonna. I mean, their whole intention of coming here. They got an album in English coming out. Collaborated with Elvis Costello. They they're big in Slovenia and they toured in the Balkans, but they've never been able to get out of that area. And now like this is their big this break. This is the step, mm-hmm. and I think this it's definitely going to do it for them. Yeah, I, I think we've seen in the last few years there are more ways to win at Eurovision than to win Eurovision. Absolutely, and and even winning and, and, and groups like Joker Out are the ones that are going to are seeing that and they're going to benefit from it. And I love that. Yeah, I love that about this process. Okay, I'm tired. I have like one or two other notes. Uh, any other thoughts about the presentation of the show? Any of the appearances or things like that? One thing I'll say, just kind of on Slovenia really quickly. Oh, I, sure, yeah. I appreciate the hell out of the fact that Slovenia and Portugal, very simple, like artist-led shows with not a lot of LEDs or no LEDs in some cases, just kind of the lights, the audience, the music, the artists... You can qualify on that alone. You don't have to spend a ton of money on smoke machines and pyrotechnics and all that other stuff to hide the fact that your song is kind of mediocre. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, a, a great song and a great presentation, you know. Is enough. Yeah, it's yeah. enough. I mean, again, we look at Salvador Sobral is yeah. the, the ultimate example of that is man standing alone on satellite stage and singing. Never looks at the camera. There's, nope. The LEDs are very, very basic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it's good, it's good. If it's good, it's good. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I, there are so there are so many of these cool things you can do, but but you just don't. If there's a way to elevate the performance without making it gimmicky, then yes, let's have those things. Does it make sense for Lord of the Lost to have fire the entire time? Yes. yes. Uh, you know, like like there are there's a time and place for everything, and it's called Germany. Uh, <laughs> everything, everywhere, all at once. That's right. So. It, we had a couple of really nice interval acts tonight as well. I just want to touch on this briefly. I yeah, the, uh, the yeah. Ukrainian music one. Just that was very cool. Stunning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I loved I loved the drag thing. I loved the message of the drag thing. As of the time of recording, we have two tweets from today that are kind of fighting for the most popular 12 points tweets of the night. And they are, one, supporting the drag performers who are great and are not harming anyone by performing in drag. Cheers and, to that. Thank yes, you for tweeting that. No out. problem. And the other is a joke about Peppa Pig <laughs> being uh, being on TV. The duality of man, I guess. Yeah. Is, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, honestly, like that sums up our aesthetic is really just those <laughs> those two tweets. You know, honestly, I, I keep whether we are recording or just chatting amongst ourselves I keep coming back to the theme of my interactions with my friends here is that everything is just the right kind of stupid. Mm-hmm. And that Peppa Pig tweet, I think, was just the perfect kind of yeah. stupid. I, I will read a dramatic reading of the tweet. Pig, 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 pig. Peppa, 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 Peppa Pig. And you can support us on Patreon <laughs> very easily. Or just if you want to see these tweets, uh, Eric is is serving up some real wonderful... I'm out of ideas. I don't... I, don't, yeah, I, gotta, no, two, I gotta do two more days. I don't know what I'm going to do. You're we'll going to make it happen. You're going to make it happen. And you can follow us at 12PointsUSA on all of the normal social media outlets. We appreciate your, your support. Uh, whether it's financial or just, you know, retweeting and, and just letting us know that you're out there. Um, shall we go to bed? Uh, if, if I may. Oh, uh, please. No. Yes. <laughs> uh, and on, Saboteur. Yeah, on our side, this is my second podcast tonight. Uh, my yeah, third. Yeah. My third. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Uh, but no, on, on our end, uh, over at the Eurowatch, uh, we are dropping our thoughts on the semis and our predictions for the final. That will be out sometime in the next few days. That's over Eurowatch, where, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we are at Eurowatch on Twitter. We are at Eurowatch on Facebook. We are at Eurowatch on Instagram. We are at we are Eurowatch on Patreon. Check us out. They are, in fact, awesome. And mm-hmm. uh, again, as Thank earlier you. mentioned, uh, Derek and I were on the ESC Insight podcast hosted by our dear friend Finn Ross Russell. So yes. check them out over at escinsight.com. And I also featured briefly on the episode of the official Eurovision podcast. Um, so feel free to check that one out as well, just for a quick little reaction to the votes uh, by me and Madeline Tutelian of Eurovision Bulgaria. All right, now can we go to sleep?
Absolutely. All right. Right after oh, I just yeah. no, oh, no, yeah. it's that right. we're good. We're good. Let's All go. Right. Uh, thank you very much for listening. We're gonna get some rest. We're gonna have uh, a big final preview show that is gonna drop like Saturday morning, maybe a little earlier for our Patreon pals. We got some other Patreon stuff coming as well, so keep an eye out for that. But until then, I am Eric. I'm Derek. I'm Samantha. I'm Ben. And America. <laughs> Stop, Stop listening, listening now. now.